Thank you for listening to or watching Crossfade. Hello, uh, I am Jason Daphnis. We have, oh, I have a small bit picked out for this. So I have just turned a small lever in a secret cave and who is that? Ooh. It's Kyle Hilliard hiding behind a stone wall. What, what the fuck were you doing back there? I was waiting years for someone to hit the lever so I could give them a key. So uh, here you so go. Take the key. key. Thank you. I don't have a sound effect lined up. But in seat number two, not to be associated with second place, we have... I've, I've, I'm starting to open a chest in that same locked dank cavern. Oh my what God. is in there except... Sarah Podzorski! Wow! <laughs> you thought it was going to be a piece of a Triforce, but it's just a map piece! Screw you! Ouch. I mean, right, ultimately, so no how way. useful is a piece of a Triforce in a Zelda game, right? I mean, right. contextually, within the sort of lore, it's like, wow, this is really impressive and will lead to something great. But mechanically, for the person playing the game, it's like, this does nothing. This does not change the game I don't know if I'm ready to discuss that yet. That's upsetting. <laughs> See, You're because, right. Because I, I'm already a very courageous, powerful, and wise person, so I don't need any of that crap. That's, like, built into the machine over here. You, you don't, I don't need to look for that. Uh, <laughs> but we are not here to talk about me. Uh, we are here to talk about the music of The Wind Waker. I have a short pitch for you, dear listener or watcher, before we actually start that. Um, we ha If you're new to CrossFade, it is a show on the MinMax Network. I'll explain that a little bit later, too. Uh, where Matt Helgeson, former game and former uh, editor and all-around music encyclopedia, seriously, the guy knows more about music than I ever will, and a guest, Blind Pick, their, one of their favorite albums each. And then they pick up both albums back-to-back, -back, track by track. Uh, I wrote that, and I felt really proud of writing it that way, so... Thank you very much. Uh, I'll edit in some round of applause. Uh, we have had Kirk Hamilton of Strong Songs and Triple Click on that show. We have had Blake Hester of Game Informer and Game Query, a Van Halen historian, video game composers and sound designers like Bungie alum, Marty O'Donnell, and Darren Korb. I made a joke uh, in front of Darren Korb about one of his own characters. He played um, uh, the main character in Hades, and uh, he just gave me like a, ha-ha. So hey, that's his reaction. That's great. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I, listen, not not to exaggerate or anything, but I have his phone number in my phone right now. I could I could get him to record something. Um, What's his I favorite Wind Waker track? That is an incredible question. Uh, can we go back to one week ago so that I can ask him that in time to actually prep for this episode? We've had Mike Park, the founder of Asian Magnet Records. We've had internet geniuses like Dan Reichert and Alex Navarro, everybody's favorite uh internet geniuses and many more um kyle and matt and i actually spoke about it was blink 82 and van morrison on this show right that's right yeah do you listen to van morrison anymore after that episode no i don't although i mean I'm, i didn't it's funny i like some van morrison but not anything from that album weirdly but yeah if you want to hear me talk about enema of the state for what like an hour and a half hell yeah it rocks it's a Pop really good there. episode you start talking about paradiddles and all this drummer crap that i cannot That's understand right. but it is a lot of fun Sarah Podzorski, I wanted to ask you because I've never been able to get you on the show because you won't respond yeah. to my uh, individual uh, Slack messages. What album would you pick? What album would you bring to Crossfade if ever you were on that show? What is I your favorite would, piece of music? If I had to bring, I don't even know if I can call it an album, but I would bring you Wawaka's entire Hatsune Miku discography. I would bring you like peak Vocaloid 2010 to 2015. And yes. we could go over all of the angsty music and how only a computer can sing at such speeds. <laughs> uh, I would love that because I've tried, been trying to get Matt Helgeson to talk about K-pop and Vocaloid music mm -hmm. as like two concepts that we should cover on this show because he has no interest. He has no familiarity. I am burgeoning with interest of these things. Got to get you on some time. But for right now, 
listeners. Uh, the MinMax Network, you might already know, it is a network of shows, uh, Patreon-supported. Uh, if you support at just a few dollars a month, you get access to podcast versions of most MinMax content, if I'm correct, including shows that these two are on, these two palookas. Uh, not the one that I'm on. That's free. We don't deserve a whole lot of your uh, attention or credit. But we Jason, do get it. Jason, stop we, being we mean to yourself. Engaged, <laughs> a very engaged and, uh, and, and, and popular community of musicians and music listeners on the MinMax community. Um, we also have a Discord where everybody shares their favorite music at, at the time. Each uh, member gets to suggest songs that we should play or talk about it per episode. It is a wonderful, wonderful time. It is affordable. It is fun. And hey, the worst you can do is share this episode. Share anything that you like from the MinMax series of content and just help spread the word. Support independent blanks media because it's not really games media. It's not really music media in this case. I need to get back to the actual point of this episode, which is The Legend of Zelda The Wind Waker. I'll give the stats on this. This was composed, this music, by uh, Kenta Nagata, Hajime Wakai, one of my favorites, uh, Toru Minigeshi, and everybody's favorite, Koji Kondo. Um, game came out in 2003. Uh, Atsigo12, member of the MinMax community, actually uh, chose the game champion tier of support to elect himself, or sorry, themselves, as champion of Wind Waker, um, and wanted to know from our little round table here, wanted to know if the plot for Wind Waker is, quote-unquote, just big trouble in Little China. Um, <laughs> Kyle, you seem to know the answer to this one. Yeah, as the resident big trouble in Little China expert that we discovered at the start of this. I watched it recently because, you know, I blank check covered John Carpenter and I, I watched it for the first time. I'm curious where they're getting that relationship because I don't, I don't really see it, I guess. I guess in Big Trouble in Little China, they're going deeper and deeper into this, like, a secret facility and there's weird historical stuff going on but i would i would be curious to hear more about why they think that they they go together you know we, we do need a dialogue excuse me to officially and properly thoroughly vet this question yeah. but i think it's like just hero's journey stuff like harry potter is star wars is yeah uh, a bunch of kurosawa films from the 50s is like every tale ever told in the Irish Highlands or whatever, like, I, this, every story comes back to the same thing, right? I'm trying to think if, gosh, is Wind Waker the most overt refusal of the call in Zelda? I feel like usually... Refusal oh. of the call? Yeah, you know, the refusal of the call is, like, that sort of hero's journey. Yeah, I don't journey. know if he... Ref doesn't he just start trying to get his sister? Yeah, but he's just kind of, like, he's not excited about putting on the tunic is the kind of the only thing I'm really thinking of. Like, he doesn't want to put mm -hmm. it on. He's sort of, he's a little put out when they, like, launch him to sneak into the pirates. Can uh, you blame him, though? If anything, oh, no, he's the all. most relatable Link. Yeah, he's certainly the, the <laughs> one with the most expression. But I feel mm -hmm. like uh, every he, every other Zelda, he's like, yeah, let's go. I'll yeah, Deku Tree, I'm in there. Give me a stick. I'm like, <laughs> there's, I don't, I'm, I'm in a rush here. He's always a reticent hero. In Wind Waker, he is a reticent child. I think that's the yeah. difference. He's very clearly and stylistically a child. Uh, and that's reflected, I think, in some of, again, here's how I'm going to tie it back, the music of this video game. Listen to that. So uh, the story goes that they wanted, sorry, the sound designers and composers and developers at Nintendo wanted this game to have a little bit more fidelity after the days of the Nintendo 64. Also, they wanted to marry that against a more cartoonish and approachable art style. Uh, that famously happened without incident. Nobody ever had questions or uh, concerns or anything. Any negativity around no, that no you remember, you remember it was universally days? loved oh, yeah. universally loved 
everybody was over the moon about this game. It has been for the last, oh, 20 years. I feel incredibly old. I was nine at the time. Uh, but we should actually talk about the music of, oh, I should, first off, thank you, Atsigo12, for giving me the excuse. You yeah. can't tell, but I've never hosted this like this before. This is going to be a lot of fun. I begged Matt to, or excuse me, Ben, Ben, Matt, same guy, to let me uh, sort of shepherd this into the world. So thank you, Atsigo12, for giving <laughs> us an excuse. Um, can I toss to Kyle to begin with? Is there a track that you think is like the great entry point into this? Uh, there's, there is a correct yeah. answer to this, but I'm letting you um, sort of throw darts in the dark about it. Okay, I mean... Please, Kyle, please, please make the right choice. The way you even ask this question, it's it's got to be the title screen, right? <laughs> it is the title yeah. screen. I will find it on YouTube. Oh, God. That was incorrect. It was Dragon Roost Island, but but to you know. start though, I don't know. Dragon Roost. screen's a good second. It's man, I okay. So while Jason's tracking this thing down, mm-hmm. I, Wind Waker is not my favorite Zelda. I I love the way it looks. I love the way it sounds. Um, but it's it's it doesn't have as many dungeons as other Zelda. Well, games, Kyle, there's the door right behind you. Thank you. Yeah, I do but, see it. You can walk <laughs> through it at any time. Which with, with that, but but that being said, like. I think it's one of my favorite just titles. Like, I love Ocarina, like just Epona running across the screen. But this, where it's just sort of like the camera's panning over the ocean and it sort of just fades in, it's beautiful. It's it's wonderful. Mm-hmm. It is uh, very scene-setting. It's wonderful. It's, it is great. Are you talking about the title theme, like the mandolin-led, or are you talking about the... Okay, you're talking about the same thing. Yeah, um, when when the t- when the title literally pops on screen, not like the um. Are you are you talking about the music that plays the when they're giving you the backstory? No, no not, not the tapestry. Mm-hmm. The title. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. And here we and have. And it pans over theme. Outset Island. Yes. Ooh. Vibes. Here we go. Here is the title theme, and we can talk over this, everybody. Um, but hey, why would you? Why would you? What is that instrument? I am, I'm assuming it's a, a flute. Flute? I mean, yeah, I think so. it's also MIDI, so... Yeah, it's all it's all electronic, right? There's no live orchestration in this game at all, I don't think. I don't think so. There's a claim on Wikipedia that sources an article from back in the day that the mandolin playing was modeled after Shigeru Miyamoto's own, like, noodling and sampling uh, on mandolin. Famous, like, bluegrass musician Shigeru Miyamoto in the weirdest way. Yeah, mm-hmm. I, I just can't think of another in. like I I am with you 100% Sarah on Dragon yeah. Island being the iconic track from this from this game but this song marries everything these are all the sages this is the open mm-hmm. world salty air feeling uh, what what makes you think that it's only second best I think that I just like the direction of Dragon Roost Island better. I like that it kind of, you know, because this is kind of like the overarching theme while Dragon Roost Island is just like a deep slice of an area. And I think my second one was going to be Makar's Prayer, which is just the violin. Mm -hmm. Um, And that's probably like, I love that so much. But then that does tie into this opening song. So it's not that I don't like it. It's just that like, I preferred it a little, you know, a little more like solo instrument style, I would say. Yeah, I. Yeah, I th- but just, I mean, the reason I even said it was Jason because you said like set the tone. Like this is such a yes, good tone. I was it's leading not, you to this one. Yeah, honestly, it's not a dark Zelda game. I mean, there's, there's, it gets dark in moments, but overall, it's a light, fun Zelda game mm-hmm. with a cool yes. art style. And this sort of like sets the tone of like, hey, you're at an island, you have a family. Like that's a, that, I don't, that might have. We been have a, a grandma first. and a sister. 
yeah, family. What's the definition the of family? family? Yeah. <laughs> People who are related to you that live on your little island. Mm-hmm. I'm going to cancel Sarah Pazarski over her opinions about the yeah. nuclear family. <laughs> well, they never say what Not happens to your parents, right? Yeah, we don't nice. even like touch on it. They never mention it ever. Uh, Not once, right? Yeah, I don't I think, think the grandma ever says like, oh, your mother would have loved to see you in this tunic. I don't, yeah. like, I don't think there's anything like that. Is there a, a song called just Grandma's Soup? Uh, Remember when she gets sick? I don't think there's a song called Grandma's Soup, but there's not. You know, that was a very sad. There's a song called Grandma, right? Uh, Let me let me make sure that we're actually in the right place on this. Because I was try, I was hoping to be able to to scoop you on this and make you cry on camera because you made a tweet. It was a pretty popular tweet, if I remember correctly, Mm -hmm. about being so saddened by Grandma's illness in this game. Yeah. Uh, And I I wanted to see if I could turn on the waterworks. Uh, Maybe we'll see. This is a ten-hour mix, which could be the rest of the episode, as far as I'm concerned. (laughs) Of. Oh God! Here come the tears. (laughs) Is it? Is this? Is this the track? It is, okay. yeah. I, I honestly, I think about, like, my grandparents, still alive, but very old. I think about this often when I think about mm-hmm. losing that. It's like, wow, what a bittersweet moment. Play this at my funeral. Well, I remember, like, when you're, like, going off on the pirate ship, like, don't you see grandma at, like, the end of, like, the island? Oh and she's like, God. oh, my God. <sighs> Tells you the heartstrings. These and then you come back and she's sick. You left. You did that to her. I had That's to keep my That's sister. Agency for you. <laughs> no, you had to save your sister. And then you come back and she's like, I've been ill for a while. And then you give her a fairy, which is, yeah. I guess, just health care or something. <laughs> and it's she's better fine. than what we, what we have. Yeah. It's better than what we have. Uh, Crossfade a leftist podcast. I don't know if man ever gets into that, but Crossfade a leftist podcast. <laughs> nice. Uh, no, no water works, but we did get a good performance out of that track. Should we jump to... Uh, Sarah's favorite track from this? Yep. Mm-hmm. Okay. It's time. It's early. I mean... I'm going to do a lot of swipping around here. With yeah, you. no, you're fine. I we'll, we'll, we'll vamp. And by vamp, I mean, mm-hmm. you know, do the purpose of this podcast, which is to discuss uh, Wind Waker <laughs> music. Keep, keep going, keep going. Keep but going. Um, <laughs> I I think this is my favorite track, too. Like, if you if you were like, you, I'm sorry, but we're going to kill all the other tracks. We're going to play Grandma Sad Music, and we're going to make them Mm-mm. sick, and they're going to die. You can only pick one. I'd probably be like, yeah, I'll, I'll pocket Dragon Roost and hang on to that yep. for the rest of my life. Please, thank you. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It is an incredibly damned. powerful, incredibly moving, uh, incredibly boppy, weirdly song. <laughs> it is Dragon Roost Island from Legend of Zelda The Wind Waker. And I'm clicking the button right now and hoping it buffers quickly. Yeah. I'm a sucker for castanets, just in anything. You, you can turn that up, Jason. I don't know how easy that is no, for you. You can uh, turn that sucker easy. up. There we go. It will, when the bass slaps and the bass does slap, that do-do-do. I mean, <laughs> you'll hear it, listener. I won't talk over it. Well, there it is. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! Does any musical like, cue hit harder in Zelda than than that? I don't, I don't know. Mm. When I, I was know. a kid, I would like drive my boat to Dragon Roost Island just to like AFK to the music, kind of. Oh yeah. <laughs> like I would just drive to the island just because you know I would get kind of bored and I you know was tired of translating all my tingle maps, didn't have any rupees, and I would come back to the island and then I would just kind of like jam out for a little bit. It was. That's one of the things I wanted to talk about. It is so essential that this game came out before I had 
an MP3 player before mm -hmm. I had like reliable access to the internet because I would just play this game to hear the music. I would do the same. Th I would go to uh, to the forest, the great Deku trees. For I forget yeah. the name. But to hear that sort of like ambient sound and chill mm -hmm. out a little bit, mm -hmm. it was exactly that same thing. Just so essential that we couldn't get this music elsewhere. Unless you had like $100 to import the, the CD from Japan with 133 tracks on it. I never had that kind of money when I was nine. Yeah, that, I'm sure that never got any kind of like... I know the Ocarina soundtracks, weirdly, you could get them in America. It wasn't too hard. But I'm guessing Wind mm -hmm. Waker never really had that. Maybe, maybe recently, but yeah. I, I really like the Zelda music that is like very staccato and quick like that. Like yeah. um, one of my favorite like just period Zelda pieces of music is um, the overworld theme, the low rule overworld theme in A Link Between Worlds, which is very fiddle heavy and like kind of similar to this in the terms of like the percussion, which is like a small, right? It's not like a percussive song, but it definitely drives the song forward. And yeah, yeah. Those, so those, those kind of overlap a little bit. And those are some of my favorite Zelda tracks. Yeah. That's a great callback. The reason that Koji Kondo is credited in this music at all is because it calls back to other Zelda themes, right? And he, he'll for, just forever be credited in this music because yeah. of that. Well, because when uh, you said that, I was like, is he? It, does he make new music for Zelda at this point? I mean, I don't know what he does these days. I don't really know I what really he's don't, up to. But... I don't know. I think it is sort of like New Guard people. I know yeah. Hajime Wakai, he, he composed the music for uh, Pikmin, some of my favorite games ever. And I love that weird sort of ambient clickety clackety jungly sounds type music mm. that he makes and he contributed to this soundtrack he uh contributed to the breath of the wild soundtrack i think he wrote that theme from the e3 trailer that didn't get used in the game he wrote that right. like while yeah. they were still developing it um and just a lot of fun contributions from a lot of people but i, I do want to like take a quick detour here from this it's not a plug don't worry don't skip ahead uh but i do not remember watching this trailer at e3 excuse me from e3 2002 do you guys remember this trailer that's like Whatever, I'll just play a little bit. Keep in mind what we just heard, this light, airy, beautiful, positive, uh, very natural-sounding music. And this is what people were exposed to when they saw the trailer for, or rather heard, when they saw the trailer for Wind Waker, starting with phrases like... Every game has a story. Tetris. Only one is a legend. Pretty good line. They got the but seagulls, you... though. Oh, I mean, Ruby. there's there's like full-on gameplay back there. I, I can't show you the video because I'm a uh, 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 neophyte, but... I don't know that I've ever seen this or heard this. I know. Only in researching this. Well, I'm glad they didn't use this music I, in the game. <laughs> well, this music or this tone. Like, it, yeah. it is a, a really stunning experience to hear... Were they trying to sell it to like an older audience? You know, I think like... so. I think they were yeah. trying to cut off the whole like yeah childish uh, uh, feelings that people were going to have about the game by saying like no, it's it's badass. We're going to have a guy who talks like this about yeah. Link losing his sister and making his grandma sick. Like, that's that's got to be like work. American PR like worried mm -hmm. about that already, yeah, sure. right? Like we agree. It was yeah. yeah. Was it E three or was it Space World at that point? Were they? I mean. Space World was the one where they had Link and Ganondorf fighting, and it was like yeah. adult Link. Like, I, I don't. I downloaded like through Kazaa or like whatever one of those services were where you could download. That wasn't Napster, but you could get like videos and stuff. Mm -hmm. I, the my first look at Wind Waker and Sunshine was downloading like off can like off screen someone filming it with a camera footage wow. of Wind Waker and Super Mario Sunshine, and I remember the thing was. I was getting into those stupid arguments um, 
about, you know, Wind Waker not looking the way people wanted. And I remember getting that footage and, and being like, I, when you, cause that was the first time I saw it in motion at that point, I'd only seen screenshots. And I remember even telling friends and stuff. I was like, when you see it in motion, like it's, it looks really cool. Like even if you're sort of tepid about it now, like wait mm-hmm. till you actually see it moving. And I, you know, I think it helps. Like I could, when people first saw screenshots and they were kind of turned off by it, I imagine they were like a little, hopefully more <laughs> like open to it when they finally saw some yeah. trailers and stuff like that. But I don't know. And it is telling that like every second game that comes out from the indie sphere kind of looks in ways like Wind Waker. You think about the like cell shading and the primary colors and stuff. It is it has stood the test of time. I don't think oh, we need yeah, to argue that. Absolutely. But yeah. what we do need to argue over is what to play next. Sarah, was there another track you really wanted to discuss from this soundtrack? Yes. Mine was Makar's Prayer, which is the song that he plays... I believe during the celebration when they cure the Deku tree and you bring Makar back from, you know, the evil forbidden forest mm-hmm. and they're like, we need to, we need to play. We need to celebrate. I loved that. And then all like the Koroks like sing at the end. They're all like, ah. exactly I loved that. So I loved that so much. I had a friend in elementary school call me on her landline when she got to that part and hold it up to her TV, she was like, listen, Sarah, it's your song. And I was like, ah! And I was like, yes, it's lovely. Uh, that's like the Back to the Future. Yep. <laughs> you know, you've been looking for that new sound. Listen to this. Yes. And it's just like, yeah, I know. I love this part. That new sound so of a funny. tree spirit playing the viola. Uh, yeah. Hey, that's how we used to do And Twitch. he played it as a cello because it was too big. He's so, so tiny. Uh, anyway, here is Makar's Prayer from Wind Waker. Jaunty. Is that a bluegrass reference? The word jaunty? I don't think so. Oh, I thought you said John Teague. I oh, was like, no. is he your favorite violinist? Oh, Sarah, I'm holding up the phone. Yeah, thank you. <laughs> Jason, you're enjoying it to dance on Crossfire. I am. Usually it doesn't. My, my, I'm glad I, uh, I'm glad I grew up my hair because it's helping for this <laughs> effect. Um, do you remember the first time you encountered this, Sarah, or was it like just over repeat plays that you? I mean, I think to... it. I mean, it's when I like you know first went you know I saved the Deku tree, saved Makar, and then they like played this like beautiful, and I really like single instrument sort of highlights. Mm-hmm. So I that's why I think I really like all the music in Wind Waker, as it kind of highlights the you know strengths of a single instrument and they each kind of you know Makar has his viola uh and then you have like the harp but but this just like as a kid I was like this is fine art like this is I I burned my favorite tracks from this album and played it in the car uh like when we had a cd player in the car it was the most insult because you can't really hear this kind of music in the car it's just Mm -hmm. too low my mom wouldn't let me turn it up (laughs) <laughs> but I know the feeling of just wanting, like, this is... I want to hear this more and not being able to go And you, once you heard time. it, I don't think there was a way to hear it again until you took Makar back to the sage, mm-hmm. and then there was this really beautiful moment where the sage would kind of teach them the song that they needed to know so they could take over, and then it was kind of sad because you left them to rot in the <laughs> temple forever. Like, Medley and Makar, like, you would take them deep into a temple, they would play, like, a beautiful... absolutely gorgeous song together with a ghost essentially the Uh dead ghost of an old sage and then you go okay bye (laughs) and then you leave and you're like that was great i really loved it let me know when you tour (laughs) 
it's a metaphor for how we treat uh, artists and musicians in our modern <laughs> culture. <laughs> uh, that track, actually, I had that one where he does play with the sage spirit. Uh, mm-hmm. It's called Makar's Awakening. It is very similar to this, but just more pared down, more a little bit like, oh, they're meeting each other, but also yeah. you'll never see this guy again. It's a little sad, but I need full jaunt. It's kind full of, jaunt. I need it. I need full jaunt. Don't Fair. give me that half jaunt. <laughs> uh, I don't know if I'm allowed to swear on this uh, because it's a video, but I'll find them and, and remove them later. Um, if I can impose, I want to play mm-hmm. one from, uh, it is one that like reminds me most of Hajime Wakai's work. Again, that sort of Pikmin music. Uh, Encounter with Tetra. Tetra. Oh. Okay. Uh, you remember Tetra? She's the girl who just stays a pirate for the entire game. She doesn't yeah, have doesn't any change. potential yeah. relevance. She, she never doesn't. She doesn't like become like more uninteresting or anything. Yeah, she feels no. like she could a character that could have been cut, frankly. Mm-hmm. Uh, shorter game, anyway. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> I'd have to look at that uh, nutty art style a lot less. Here's Encounter with Tetra. It is from literally the first time you meet with Tetra in the game. Like, this is Pikmin I hope music. this is what yeah. people hear when I appear. <laughs> <laughs> I'm actually I actually listening. met you for the, for the first time this past Friday, yeah. and yeah, this was in my... Yeah. I was like, everybody else is just giving me off a dull, like, staticky, uh, dull sound. It's it, What is... Where is this coming from? Actually, I was, I'm listening now. It's like, is there any hint of a Zelda's lullaby in there? Somewhere not to spoil Wind Waker. Uh, wow, what to spoil mm, it. Sorry, Tetra Zelda. Um, but I wonder. I if didn't s- know as a kid. I should have known, didn't. and I was shocked. I mean, no, I, neither did I. I don't think anybody like. I was well, like a high school junior. I was older than you guys, I guess, but I didn't know. I wasn't trying to guess either. Player? I also, wow. I mean, even Ganondorf was a surprise for me. That was fun. Just that he was in the game. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Damn. Anyway, it's sparse. It's fun. It is one of my favorite tracks because like- it reminds me so much of like little lullaby. Little, mm-hmm. Just imagine little plant guys carrying dead bodies back to the ship. Like again, it's because it reminds <laughs> it's me of Pikmin. Pikmin. It's so, it's so strange. It's so strange mm-hmm. that like he would have such will, such freedom to impose like on this very important moment, meeting a character that it becomes significantly more important hours into the game, and he just gets to do this with it. You know, when they've mm-hmm. got such great pirate themes and like this really bombastic music sometimes that they just had a moment where you could have this weird yeah. interaction with the character. I think it captures the moment perfectly where you're like confused. Like, your sister's been taken, and all of a sudden this, like, girl appears, and you're your life Bella's... gets thrown into chaos past that moment. Yeah. You don't know if she's friendly or evil. Yeah. Friendly or foley. Uh, that was my uh, contribution to this quick discourse. Kyle, I'll rotate back to you. This is kind of how we've done it on Crossfade. We back and forth yeah. it. Uh, so is there anything else you wanted to listen to here? The one, um, I guess, I've seen it just called Meeting Ganondorf. Speaking of like, uh, was a genuine surprise for me. Um, because you were, my- you were surprised that he was in the game. Yeah, totally. Because I had only played Ocarina of Time and Majora's Mask up to that point. Um, so Ganondorf was only in fifty percent of the Zelda games I played, and um, there was no—he wasn't in the marketing or anything. There was no expectation that he was going to be in there. They made it very clear that 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 bird was the mm-hmm. enemy. Like they in the early you know marketing, it was like your sister gets stolen, you got to go save her. And I was like, oh, cool, okay, so I guess this is a story about Link saving his sister. And then it, within the first, I don't know, two hours of the game, you you realize that it's it's actually about much more than that. 
Is that the part where he like chokes Link and almost kills him and then throws him out a window? What yeah. part do you first? Nice. That was a good part. Yeah. like nope, when That's he... exactly what happens in Resident Evil 4 too. Go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> Which, yeah, Wind Waker was first, so they did it first. Yeah. But uh, yeah, did you find it, uh, Jason? I, like, that's... I think I did. Okay. Google has it as meeting Ganon. And few, okay. if you know if people search for this music on the internet that the SEO hasn't really popped in for this. Right, so when I was okay. putting in meeting Ganondorf, it's just giving me cutscene after cutscene. But it's I do have it ready. Specifically the trumpet and the percussion, because it's kind of a strange noise okay, to add okay. to a familiar theme, basically. Okay. Here it is. Does it sound right? I don't think so. Well, let's see. Oh, you know, I don't, I don't know if this is it. I mean, this is still great, but I don't know if this is the track I was specifically thinking of. I'm okay scrubbing through and finding more. Let's see. I think there's a lot of meeting Ganons. I, I just went through the soundtrack on VLC, and there are a lot of Ganon tracks. Yeah, All right, yeah. yeah. Like, there's one for each form of puppet Ganon. Which, I don't mind, but... Yeah. They, they were good, but I was like, do we need this many? <laughs> I have anxiety. Yeah. I don't remember those moments of, like, wordless vocal performance that just build to that terrifying... <laughs> yeah. When do I for a lot of this a game... Yeah. yeah, for a lot of this game, I had to, like, play music over the boss music because it would give me such anxiety Ooh, that I wouldn't be with, able to actually play the game properly. You know, I'd be too scared. Yeah. yeah. Which boss? Yeah. Goma. G-O-H-M-A is, like, what my anxiety sounds like if it had music to it. We're doing and it's Goma Battle second half. Second half, not the first half. That was okay. The second half, not okay. <laughs> Bad. Bad. Scary. That is, oh, that is intense. This is spooky. And then imagine you're like in elementary school. You're like seven and you're, you're running around a pool of lava and you can't aim your grappling hook and you're crying, your tears running, that you're like begging your sister to please do it for you because you can't see straight. Oh god. And there's no way to actually aim the grappling hook in time, so you're every no, time No, you're just wildly you flailing. Four seconds. Oh yep, man. Yep. That's when gaming was good. When gaming was good, <laughs> we had to do that. Uh, I'm gonna see if I can't freak everybody out and play. Goma second half, second time, which I assume, according to a Zelda concept, just means it's oh. going to be scarier and faster. This, yeah. this is when you fought them kind of in, like, the black and white world. Oh. So it was all kind of, like, altered. It is, like, wibbly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This, is, I feel like, was a sneak peek to the Twilight Princess soundtrack, where yeah. they just kind of warped everything. God, yeah. Where it gets, yeah, yeah where there's just like weird yeah. Silent Hill sound mm -hmm. effects happening in the background. Ugh. Why did they do that? I was like, older by the time the game out, came out, but like, not old enough. I was still terrified. It's good music, folks, and we thank you for listening uh, to this music that we produced on the fly. Um, let's Jason, see. Jason, I sent you a link. I, on 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 to that to the account you have set up to help us play music, like on oh, Discord. There. Click. I do you th Can you click that and see if that'll play? It should be timestamped. Uh, 
real-time troubleshooting. I've clicked the link. It is buffering. This is just a play-by-play. Okay. No, that's fine. I because I want I want to at least hear because I want to hear the specific track I was thinking of. I know that the Zelda games kind of. Oh. Yeah. This is this is, this it, is it. Where it's more like. <gasps> it has the reality TV like. <laughs> yeah. And there's just like little. Whatever you call them. That that. I don't even. It's not really an instrument. That I know. I don't know what it's called. That like flittering kind of. The. Like the reason I love it so specifically is it. Fe- I. It's almost pulled directly out of Princess Mononoke. Oh, During some wow. of the most like intense, scary parts, it has that like like it's like almost vocal, but it's not quite, and it's creepy as yeah. hell. And I love hearing I'm- it to introduce me to Ganondorf, who uh, I'll remind you was a surprise at the time for me. I, I sincerely don't know why, Kyle. I don't know why it was a surprise. Like, did you think this was like a, a completely new concept for like the story of the hero's journey? I just explained it. I played Ocarina of Time. I played Majora's Mask, and you know what else I played? Link's Awakening. So a th- one third of those games mm. had Ganondorf in it. It didn't occur I can to me see the confusion. that he would be a consistent villain. And also, and I continue to be this way in my normal life when it comes to media and video games and everything, I just, if they're not showing me something in the trailer, I I don't, like, whatever, when they show, I don't know, like, I just assume it's not in there, and then I get the joy of, like, being surprised. I'm not going to go into a game and be like, well, I mean, it's scan- Bowser's going to be in this one. It's a Mario game. Bowser's going to be there. If they don't show me Bowser at all, I'm going to happily assume he's not in it, and then have fun when he gets revealed. Like, I don't, I'm not going to try to second guess the media before I see it firsthand. I want to go into every single thing that I experience as a little newborn hairless baby boy, and I want to see it as that, and I want to hear it as that. I, I try honestly, my best to do it that way. Like, I, I don't, I even watch like mystery TV shows and stuff. I'm not really the kind of person who is trying to guess the ending. I'm like, hmm. I just want it to wash over me when it happens. You know, I want the uh, twist to totally envelop me. So, completely unrelated question, how do you feel about Ryan Johnson's new uh, Benoit Blanc movie, The uh, Glass Onion? Can't wait. Love Knives Out. You're not going to look at anything about that movie, huh? No, I'll watch trailers and stuff, but I'm not going to, like, I'm not going to, like, try to guess the who did it, really. I mean, I, I it's kind of hard not to, I suppose, but in general, well, I mean, I'm just going to let it, let everything yeah. happen and see where it goes, you know? Man, what a serene zen way to live life. I'm going to ruin that with <laughs> one of the creepiest pieces of music, uh, Sarah's assertion that that goma second time second version second second run or whatever is from when it's in this sort of distorted world this is this is always stuck in my head because it is when you arrive in the sealed hyrule castle before things are alive and it's sort of locked in time all the enemies are just like their mm-hmm. uh, bare political polygonal models hanging around and this is the music that plays it might be a little hard to hear so i apologize but it is so scene settingly weird It's something backwards, right? I I googled that. Some people insist that it's like from Majora's Mask, the giants uh, when they come together to prevent the moon from falling, that they chant, and it's like, oh, it's that chopped and screwed and removed and sped up and whatever. And I'm like, I can't verify that. I I don't know. I don't think it's just reversed anything. I think if you reverse it, it just sounds nonsensical a little bit too. Mm-hmm. I, that that because- giant 
sort of theory, though, like it has some merit. Like it sounds like it. You are the man who has not only written the unofficial. Uh, <laughs> you have it. <laughs> I have it in front of me. The unofficial, uh, the legendary world of Zelda, the ultimate unofficial guide, and every single page prints a lengthy disclaimer that it is not authorized, sponsored, endorsed, or licensed by Nintendo of America, which I, I found do very that. good. Uh, but Gotta cover your bases, does that, man. <laughs> does that hold weight for you? That maybe it's a spinoff of a Majora's piece. Uh, yes, but I mean, like canonically, story-wise, I don't, I don't understand why the giants would be involved in what's happening in Wind Waker. But mm. um, yeah, I could totally see it. Just as like a fun sort of like, inter- like callback, not a story callback, but just like a music callback. Wink, just wink. Yeah, a wink, wink if shirts. you will. Yeah, a little wink. Mm. Uh, the wind winker, the wink, <laughs> wink waker. Thank you, thank you. Uh, I'll be here uh, for the next thirty-five minutes. Uh, but our episode isn't going to be that long. Um, that that was nearly all that I wanted to play. I had one last track after oh, I, I prompt. Oh, okay. Well, we'll let okay show me up on my own podcast, Sarah. <laughs> it's been a little while since I asked you what you wanted to play. What do you want to hear next? Was there another track? I would like to hear the boss music. That was such a bop. It was hard to actually fight the boss. Uh, I would like to play Mulgera, M-O-L-G-E-R-A, The Legend of Zelda, Wind Waker. This oh, was which... the Sandworm, by the way. The Sandworm. Okay. The Sandworm. Yeah, I don't think I know all the bosses' names. Goma, I remember, though, because he, yeah, he stands out. He's all over that thing. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Here is Mulgera's theme. I feel like I should be like peasant dancing. Like, in what world is this a boss? This. God, listening to it standalone, it sounds like the Goron theme from Ocarina, the dance music. It does, doesn't it? Right? It doesn't sound like a giant worm is like coming after you. (laughs) It's fun! I also also love that. I was looking away when we started playing this song, so I wanted to hear the I assumed it was Sarah making the That's in the track. That is the music. It's just some guy in the background. It does sound vocal as opposed to that little plastic egg that they give to elementary school students. Yeah. It's good, though. It's still going. Oh, yeah. I've sort of picked out lengthy versions of all these songs in case we want to talk over them, but we can stop at any time. This one does pick with me. I, I remember that boss because he was pretty pretty difficult for me. Mm-hmm. I don't know why he gave me such guff, but it was just not... Well, if you didn't do it in time, I think you got sucked down like a sand hole. So there Real, was sort of yeah. more like... But like, what? how is this a boss song? It I, is too light. Yeah. They're all so scary, except for this one, which I would dance to. In game? Or just like... Get up and dance. I was I would I I was like dancing to it when I found it. I felt like a little peasant girl, like at my spring festival. You put on your flower crown and yeah, and dress and that's not like Dragon Quest trumpets in there. Just like two or three notes, like. I think they knew there. what they were doing when they put it together. Yeah, incredible choice. Uh, Kyle, I'll toss back to you for another. You sound like you've got a little treasure trove of your favorite tracks over there. Yeah, come on. The Great Sea, people. It's like probably the most heard track in the I, game, right? I feel like that's why I don't like it, though. I've probably yeah. like fallen asleep to it and like 
you know i would i would looking for my triforce pieces i would just sometimes set the boat and go fix myself a snack and come back. <laughs> That's how I play. Hope that you hit, you ran into something. Uh, but it is like unequivocally like a track that I just can't not mm-hmm. immediately associate with Wind Waker, just because you hear it so much. It's good, yeah. thankfully. Yeah, I've been watching a lot of One Piece lately, and it really makes me want to play Wind Waker. I think that I think that manga anime influenced Wind Waker more than we're willing to admit. The real question is, when, are, when is Nintendo going to give you a good way to play this game in 2023? Oh, I don't know. Mm-hmm. I just bought Wind Waker HD because I got nervous that it would never come out on Switch. And I was like, I got to have the HD I got. I'm not looking for those Triforce pieces again. I well, think it's easier now. Yeah. yeah, it's easier on the HD version. I think you are exactly why they're not releasing it on Switch. Because they no. want to create panic among people. They're really like, twisting the screws <laughs> on me. <laughs> That parrot, they just keep dangling like, oh, maybe, now, maybe. Did you buy like a used copy or a new copy? No. I mean, the new copy's like, I just got a new copy of it. Okay. Good. So, yeah. Well, no, no, that's, no, that's bad. I'm, you should have bought used. I'm part so of the problem. Nintendo doesn't make any money. Nintendo so. saw that and they were like, all right, delayed another year, boys. Still selling. We got We've one. We've got a sucker. <laughs> yeah, great. Oh, yeah, I was going to. I was gonna ask, so I know that all the Zelda, mu- like all the Zelda games, have like a big musical component, right? With like Dakarina, and then you you got to sing, you got to scream as a wolf in Twilight Princess. But I feel like in terms in terms of music, like in terms of like the importance of music with like the sages and stuff, I feel like Wind Waker is still up there. It's like they kind of wanted it to revolve around because you literally are a conductor, you are a wind conductor. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's I mean- like they. Because Ocarina of Time, the instrument mm-hmm. is the subtitle. Yeah. Wind Waker, the mm-hmm. instrument is the subtitle. But I don't... Are, it's at, are those the only two, I think? Twilight Princess is not an instrument. You get to scream as a wolf. Link Between Worlds, as far as I know, is not an instrument. <laughs> <laughs> um, I think you're right about that. Yeah, uh, and all, all the... All, like you yeah, said, all the sages play their own instruments and stuff like yeah. that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like There's that one guy in Breath of the Wild with his... Oh, Cass? Yeah! The accordion that comes Yeah! I was okay, like, with that one instrument, and he sings for you. <laughs> the Weird Al Yankovic box. Mm-hmm. Uh, you gotta watch that trailer. That's gonna be such yeah, a good movie. Uh, it's gonna be such a good, good stupid movie. Um, this track has a perfect loop. It never has to stop. It is an exemplary piece of Zelda overworld music, in my opinion, because they knew you were going to be doing this crap for a long time. They knew that you were going to need something exciting to keep your attention at it. And yes, I too have fallen asleep to this, Sarah, but <laughs> I didn't mind. It's a little bit lulling. It's like being on a ship and it's rocking back and forth. It um, passes the condo test of what supposedly he would sit and just listen to his tracks just on loop for as long as he could stand oh just to God. make sure that they were like you know not obnoxious can you imagine if any of us did that with with our podcasting just like listen to each episode four times through before we publish it Mm-mm. i don't Bad. think that'd be healthy I think actually i kind of did that when i was doing much. gaming ride home but those were like 15 minute podcasts because i had to edit them yeah. <laughs> and i would listen to them at like double triple speed to make sure i didn't need to edit anything it's different I don't think Kondo uh, is speeding up his music <laughs> times four. Yeah, it's fine. It's fine. He just copies and pastes that MP3. It's actually the second version of the bus. It's just uh, it's just that, again, just <laughs> two times as fast. Unquestionably, one of the greatest pieces of Zelda music, in my opinion, this one. 
Um, the last one that I will bring up is... It's from Grandpa's house. We have a grandpa? I think it's on Windfall. I don't... Is this... I don't think this is actually with... I think this is... I've heard this. Is this yeah. just like in a house? I think so. I think... Because I don't think this is supposed to be... Link's grandpa? It is. Link doesn't have a grandpa. Yeah, it's a grandpa, not Link's grandpa. Mm -hmm. I mean, it's a variation on an Ocarina of Time track, right? Like the. I don't remember where, though. It's like a. But that opening few notes is like pulled directly from a previous song. Uh, I'll pull back. Yeah. 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 I mean, for like shop themes and stuff. Yeah, it's yeah, yeah. yeah, I love uh, it. Oh, it's great. I, I love how, like, I would like someday to own my own business and just play that music in the background because it's <laughs> entertaining. It It is conducive to purchasing things. I went and bought a new keyboard while I was listening to that on this podcast right now just so that I could have <laughs> something to justify the sound that I was hearing. Um, Sarah, I'll throw back to you. We're kind of going rapid fire, but I like this pace. Uh, anything else you wanted to hear from this soundtrack? Um. I didn't, but then you were playing Beatles Shop, I think, at the beginning, before we started recording. You were mm -hmm. playing Beatles Shop, and I was like, do I like that more than the Twilight Princess Malo Mart? I, I feel like Wait. they could go head-to-head -head as, like, best shop themes. Ooh, okay, we'll play one than the other. We have Beatles Shop theme from Legend of Zelda Wind Waker. Yeah, I want to hear Malo Mart. Yeah, this is iconic. You're like, you're Thank welcome. Thank you. Just need my little gourds so I can take over the minds of seagulls. Did you find that out on your own? Or did you what? have to Google the that? No, the seagull the, thing? The, the gourd thing? The heoi pair, yeah. Well, they like taught you like really briefly at the beginning though, and then the, you never comes up ever again. I remember like years later seeing a thing on Google about that and I was like, no, that can't be real. <laughs> As a kid, I didn't question it, but as an adult, I'm like, and so you become a seagull? You possess a seagull? What happens when the seagull dies? Don't worry about it. What does the gourd do on the head? Well, at least you don't have to beat the ever-living snot out of them like you do in yeah. every other Zelda game to get to play as a bird. Mm -hmm. uh, we have the Malamar theme for comparison uh, from Legend of Zelda Twilight Princess, breaking the rule a little bit to play music from another game, but here we go. I'll allow it. This takes it. This takes it. This is future funk. Good. Can you imagine? <laughs> imagine being like in the world of a Zelda game and stepping into a shop mm -hmm. and hearing this. And isn't like Marlo's like a baby? He's like a toddler. Remember? <laughs> so it's like he's there's a toddler behind this counter and he's and he, fleecing you he for every so, single rupee. He looks so disgruntled. He's yeah. not happy at all. That bass, there's like one little slap, like <laughs> so good. Yeah, sorry, Beetle. Beetle. It reminds you. me about being in like a Don Quixote in Japan, or like in yes. like any kind of like electronic shop where like the guy comes over the mic and it's like sale, 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 and I on the digital cameras. <laughs> yeah. Uh, there was one that kept playing at the. Don Quixote in Osaka, I think. It was like, mm -hmm. magica, magica. Ba -ba -da -ba -da -ba. I don't know if they keep these going, but like, burned in my skull. I yes, oh, I remember the big camera up. one. Because he was like, biku, 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 camera. And I'd be like, and they would just play it over and over and over again. Like, 
No Beyonce here. <laughs> Royalty-free camera mm -hmm. sale music for you. Oh man, that I'm glad you brought that up because yeah, no, it's it's a it's no contest between that between those two songs. Again, love you, Beetle. Uh, I'm mm -hmm. glad you were in multiple ones of these games, but not. Yeah, you're not a funky man. What a weird like, you know, this character is going to be in on the rest of these. By the way. <laughs> It's like, oh, mm -hmm. yeah. Okay, sure. What I mean, I'm not complaining. <laughs> it, today, they kind of like test how popular characters are by like, how long did these players spend in this room at this point in the game? And they can say, oh, they might make a good like character for a future game. In this game, they were just like, I wonder if they liked that guy. Now oh, let's put him in the next like six games. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Kyle, uh, I have. We're coming up on almost an hour of recording. Okay. Is there anything you wanted to squeeze out? Any last blows you wanted to pinch Let's here see. before you head out? I, you know, I had like Outset Island, which is is solid. Windfall Island. I'll just like list the ones I had. The mini boss theme. But like, there was, I, I, I think the, when I looked it up, it was just called Pirates. So I think it's mm. just like the pirate theme, which I, which I want to hear. Because I think it's fun and weird. And, uh. Played with my, I mean, this, it's so funny. You guys are like, you didn't know Ganondorf was in it? And like, we're making jokes about Tetra and Zelda, but like, I thought the pirates were the villains, you know, I, until like when you finally get on their ship and you're hanging out with them and the music's pretty cheery and fun. That's, and they're pretty, they're kind of goofballs. Mm -hmm. Like, dare I say, a band of One Piece pirates. Um, I was like kind of surprised nice. and it really, it made me, you know, drop my shoulders and relax, get ready for an adventure. Yeah, it's really sensual music. Do you mind sending me really quickly uh, the link to that? Because I'm having trouble yeah. finding exactly that. I'm stunned that you could see this group of total goofballs and think, yeah, those are the bad guys. Those are the guys I'm going to have to I'm probably going to have to kill them in a Zelda game. Uh, because... Especially when they make you do a jumping puzzle and then you steal their treasure and Tetra just lets you walk away. You steal the bombs from the pirates, too. Yeah, but I mean, the, I'm talking about, like, first meeting. <laughs> mm, I mean, they are kind of spooky, you know? They come up on Outset Island and... And one of them was intimidating, right? Tetra's intimidating. I mean... That's the tall guy, right? Yeah, Google. Do, like, you're okay. listening to this. Google do, Tetra's crew. That There's, like, two tall guys in the back that look like they could punch me Okay, really but to be Ganondorf is, like... Ten times the size of these dudes. I mean, that's true. Yeah, this is a good one. How is this? You heard this and you were like, villains. Villains! Oh, guys, yeah, it's I'm cartoonishly saying, villainy. You're you're twisting my words. <laughs> I thought they were villains. and Or intimidating, at least. Not, not necessarily villains, mm -hmm. but like, these guys are serious. And then this music starts playing when you finally get okay. on the boat and you're part of the crew. And I'm like, oh, pff, these guys are nothing. I can take these guys. They do a little jumping puzzle in their boat basement. They have a lot mm -hmm. of space dedicated mm -hmm. for training. Uh, mm -hmm. Space that could be used for sleeping quarters or storing food. It's dedication to the craft. They, that's, uh, that's a good point. What, what is the Dwayne the Rock Johnson uh, thing? With grind, power. Anybody know? Yeah. Is that his energy drink we're, that you're we're, pitching? We work harder. Yeah, I yeah. think Sarah's. I had it. Sarah, I, it's, yeah. gone. it's gone. It's gone. <laughs> we tried. <laughs> the spirit has left me. <laughs> But yeah, it's a good track. I like this one. It's just fun. An adventure. It's like the downtime of the adventure, you know? Yeah, yeah. It's your little homeboy from home, literally. Yeah. Good stuff. Good stuff. Okay. 
Uh, I'm going to play the Wind Waker Hero music, which is what actually plays. We were confused about whether we were talking about the title theme or the like mosaic not opening cutscene. Yes, thank you. So this this is what plays when you're getting the history of Hyrule. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Right. Okay. Yes. Very good. The legendary hero. Talk about flower crowns and dresses. <laughs> yeah. This was also just as a super Zelda lore nerd. Um, mm-hmm. This was like one of the first instances of like more directly calling back to previous Zelda games to me. I mean, I guess maybe that's not true. I mean, Majora's Mask, like you are Link. There's no mistake about that. You're the Link from Ocarina sure. Time. But this... This to to me was acknowledging it as like a history, right? Like that there is like a larger, longer mm. history for Hyrule, and like I love that. Like just getting this music with that opening of like sort of like hinting at the recurring nature of like you know Zelda versus Ganondorf and Link, and so I was like I love that and what they were setting up there. It is also like three minutes of bespoke music, so I probably won't play it all straight or else it's just going to be you looking at our faces while we listen to this pleasant music. But it is like, it's the most composed, orchestrated music in the game. Otherwise, we have a lot of loops. Otherwise, we have, it's, I compare it to that theme I was talking about from the Breath of the Wild reveal trailer where it's like, oh, this is distinct. Nothing really repeats. It's sort of like one piece that keeps going. Uh, and then the rest of the game, of course, is more less structured than that. Uh, but that, this is why this got so much play. My household was like, it ended up being like pop song catchy to me. How much we listened to this, like I could predict parts and recognize, like, oh, this is this is the, this is the slow part. Everybody, quiet, quiet down. It's gonna be beautiful. Call back to the intro. This it's not what you sad. think. <laughs> Angry. <laughs> Take something over. <laughs> car going wild Mm -hmm. from his little cave that we left him in (laughs) that sad sack it is yeah it's weird that they have two perfect tone setters for the whole game Mm -hmm. because you have the title screen which you know sets you in a specific direction for how you think the game's going to feel, and that that's mm-hmm. different. But they're both totally accurate and they're both totally great. It's 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 weird yeah. how they pulled that I off. Mean, one starts with a harpsichord, that sort of like the glory of Hyrule thing, you know, like at its peak, and then the uh, it's kind of like before and after the apocalypse kind of thing. Like what music results from all like uh, of the most well-tempered instruments dying off and exploding. Well, then you'd have probably something that sounds pretty light and airy because it's whatever people can rebuild after a great flood, right? There's like it's cool thematic stuff going on with that music. Um, yeah. And then there's like Windfall Island, which kind of brought up before and I haven't been able to get out of my head, which is, again, an endlessly listenable. Mm-hmm. Can you guys remind me, Windfall, is that the the hub town or is that outset outset's your that's the hub this is the hub town this is the hub we're like okay yeah 
Outset is where you start the game. Windfall is where you start to get like quests. And okay. Meet mm-hmm. weird NPCs. This stuff. is where you meet like Tingle and the shops and yeah, <laughs> throw some pigs in- off a cliff. Is Tingle in jail? Yeah, you yes. break him out of jail. <laughs> I forgot that. Again, another, like, introduce him to Majora's Mask. They're like, yeah, that one's, he's going forward. He's, he's, gonna, he's staying, he stays. He stays, <laughs> this one, he stays. I guess that, okay. I guess he is very specifically an Aonuma creation, or either, I don't remember if it's an Aonuma creation, or if, like, I think I spoke to him in an interview once and asked him what's up with Tingle, and he was basically like, the staff loves him. Like, they just love Tingle, so he's sticking around. I don't know if, I don't, so I don't know if he, I don't think he created him, but he was like, we can't not have Tingle. Everyone will be mad at me. The boss, everyone will be mad at the boss if we get rid of Tingle. <laughs> oh, you use the Game I- Boy to, like, drop bombs, and if you didn't, there are some treasure chests I think that you can only get with the Game Boy, like, unless you know exactly where they are. Did I you guys mess with like- that? I didn't no. feel like much of a privileged kid until I, like, had a link cable to be able to do that in mm-hmm. zone. And we did it, like, maybe five times over the course yeah. of my entire playthrough in that game. But it was cute. It was fun. And, yes, just nuking everything around makes you feel like, yeah, this okay, this, is, this feels right. I'm playing this weird... D- D- Dale? Daniel? What was his brother's name? The weird one? I don't remember. You remember he had like Tingle has brothers in that. He game? has like like you know five brothers who work on his island and like move his statue around. And they have different names. Gosh, yeah, man, and they all have different colors. There's Tingle, Ankle who is pink, Knuckle who is gray, and David Junior who has a white costume. David Junior, that's great. <laughs> can't believe I can't believe they decided to. And again, like Kyle says, bring him back. Like. Why? 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 What made this? What cemented this guy? Except like, here's where we He's can weird. put all of the fears and insecurities about everything in our lives on this <laughs> balding, weird guy who can't grow a beard. I don't know. It's it's good. Obsessed with fairies. <laughs> oh man, I love it. Uh, one of the weirder. One of the first times I realized that this that this whole series was gonna be weird was meeting that <laughs> character. Was this your guys? Is you younger than me? Was this your first? Zelda? Wind Waker? I had played Ocarina, like I dabbled in it because yeah. my cousins owned it, but this was like my personal first Zelda game. It was the first one I finished. Yeah. I had sort gotcha. of, again, gotten a certain percentage of the way through both Ocarina and Majora uh, and never had any of the mobile entries or SNES games, but um, yeah, it's it was incredibly impactful and it's that, in that weird way where like, it's not representative of the rest of the series in a lot of ways, uh, visually, stylistically, but it's I think it was a good entry point. I think it was a good setup for for knowing what this whole thing's about. It's funny. I was just thinking about this earlier with with my own uh, with my own kid, and like I was like that I would you know like I don't really push her to play anything she doesn't want to play. But I was like if if Wind Waker comes to Switch, like I will give it to her on a platter and be like I think this is the one that you would like, and you should try Mm. to actually play through if you care. If you don't care, then do whatever you want. I don't I don't care. I'm not gonna dictate what you play. Uh, if anything, what would you like to see them change between the HD release and a Switch release for your daughter to more easily get into it? Is there anything that any well, stones you could remove from the path? No, I mean, I think Wind Waker, I think HD, like, fixed on, like, my personal, like, main complaint is, like, it's not fun to change directions when you're sailing. It's, mm. like, to turn left, it's, it's not fun to stop and play music and then turn left. 
and you know the HD version sort of addressed that. I didn't even mind the Triforce hunting. I, I guess some people found that annoying. I never that didn't bug me. It was just the mechanics of sailing that like a core mechanic of sailing in the regular version of the game is that you have to stop in order to turn. And I didn't that always bugged me. Um, the other, I mean, the, and then the like huge pie in the sky. They wouldn't do this, and they shouldn't, because it would change the game too much. It's like I would want more dungeons. There's only like four. I would love like seven. <laughs> You're the first person I've ever met who wants more dungeons in his Zelda game. Like, yeah, give me course. more things to do outside of the dungeon. Give me a more interesting out, like overworld. I've never heard just more dungeons, please. Bigger number. Really? I I, I feel like that's the, that was the big complaint about Breath of the thing? Wild. It's like breakable weapons and not enough dungeons. I feel like. Although I was happy with Breath of the Wild because I loved the shrines. Like, that was more than enough dungeon activity for me. But I love, mm -hmm. I, lo I mean, I love going into an underground facility and, and finding an item that helps me get out and change. And then We're I can do other things. We're talking about playing a video game, though. Okay? We're not talking about your average <laughs> weekends. <laughs> but I don't know. Do you guys have changes you'd want to see? I don't think I'd really want to see any changes. Even the visual changes I mean, to HD, I felt, were maybe even a, a bit too much at times. I think they did a lot of really, really good changes. My one thing that, like, made me a little sad was there is that one island Ganondorf destroyed. Remember the one that like the whale was hiding on and that was his home and then he had to flee to Outset oh, Island and you had to oh, cannonball right. him yes. out of a hole in the wall? Jobbing, I wish yeah. there yeah, I wish there was some way and this is like I wish there was some way we could have helped fix the island or like see explored more of it. Because it was literally just a bunch of jagged rocks. Mm. And I'm like, you're telling me that this this giant fish lived here. And it did it look like this when he lived here? Like, what was there to destroy? Like, that was just like one big question mark for me. He's he's also uh, he lives in the water, Sarah. I mean, he, he lives in the water, island. but there was a house on the island who lived there. <laughs> we need Wind Waker DLC twenty one years later. <laughs> yeah, I need I need closure. I need closure on this destroyed island because there weren't a lot of islands, so like every single one mattered. And then I showed up to this one, and I was like, what the heck? What the- it's like a bomb went off here! Maybe it did. Maybe it did. And then they were like, oh, way. he's actually not here. And then you meet him, and if you play it, and you have the Hylian unlocked, you can actually hear, like, the King of the Red Dragons talk to him, and he literally, Ooh. like, dunks on Link. He's like, are you sure this is, like, the Hero of Time? Like, have you tested this theory? And the Red Lion's like, uh, I don't know, like, he could be, he could not be. We've gotten pretty far, but, like, I'm not really too sure of it either, and Link's just like, what you guys talk, what are you guys talking about? <laughs> good, all good things, I hope, and they literally do not believe that you will survive the that's entirety great. of it. Yeah. Right. You unlock that by beating the game and restarting it, right? Yeah, that's, like, yeah, a new game plus. I, Wind Waker is like weirdly the Zelda, maybe I've played the least. I played it, I played it and beat it when it came out. And then I played about half of it when it came out in HD. But I, yeah, I really want to play through it in full again. I really, it needs to come to Switch. It's absurd. I, mm -hmm. I like, I probably like Twilight Princess more, but like if you gave me the choice, I'd want Wind Waker on Switch first. I just think that's such a better fit for some it, reason. It feels more all love to Twilight Princess. It was like the coming of age game when I was coming of age kind of thing. But Wind Waker feels more important to the history of mm. Zelda, right? Like I'm, I think so. it's not blasphemous to say that, right? I mean, mm -hmm. I, I, I like I said, like I, I actually pr I prefer Twilight Princess, just tone, style, all that stuff. But I think, yeah, I think what you're saying is correct. I think Wind Waker is more important to Zelda than Twilight mm -hmm. Princess. 
Yeah, for the fact alone that they made like two or three more games that kind of had that style, and now that's like a separate world yeah. of Zelda going forward. Your branching path. Uh, that I know. I said I had my last track earlier, but we keep talking. Has anything, mm -hmm. any other shaken loose that we should cover before we say a good night and goodbye from Crossfade? Is there one Don't called Mini Boss? You could have that play playing us out. It's funny the the video that I was looking at. I feel like ended up being had different names for the tracks. Is there one for when the old man on Outside Island beats you up? <laughs> the Remember when you guy? learned? Oh, Orca? Yeah, yeah, Orca. He had a pretty good song, but I was too frustrated. He was really hard. Let's see if he's got some music. Orca's house, <laughs> ten hours. Time to do some oh. crunches, baby. Oh, Let's baby. To this. Oh, that's just the house. <laughs> Good track. Yeah. I remember my mom only knew this game by the way that I would like throw pigs around a lot. <laughs> yeah, that's a and they one. would go like squealing and running. Would she be so upset by get... that? You yeah. Well, so she mean. always just heard the screaming of the pigs as I would launch them into the water <laughs> from higher are... heights. I'm afraid you've again become confused. We're talking about a video game here. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, oh, yeah. This is the Wind Waker fight, sword fighting instruction music, and I hope that YouTube hasn't failed me again because I just clicked the button. Yes. There, yeah, that's good, yeah. And you were kind of supposed to, like, hit on the beat, too, mm -hmm. I think? Yeah, there's a nice, a nice crash, right? a nice cymbal crash there. Yeah. Oh, kept you focused. Did not keep you, keep you on your toes. Yeah. Could you? I'm forgetting if this was of a time when like games were letting you do that whole you could set the rhythm of the track kind of thing where it's like if you interact at the right time, then you get to like reset the measure or whatever. You know how games will do that sometimes? Uh, or was it not like that? Did you have to do it on beat? I think you always had to hit A. Like the A would flash. This was like teaching you how to like block or parry or and something. It was like a roll dodge. Yeah. yeah. And the A would flash on the beat. That's that's right. I remember because it was a big scary mm -hmm. looking A button. Yeah. <laughs> and it would haunt you. GameCube. It, mm -hmm. it, uh, I haven't been the same again. Yeah, good game. Great music. Mm -hmm. Thank you for filling the void and uh, vamping. I'm trying to find the last track we were going to play. Oh, I did. I sent you the link for the the one that I've been pulling oh, okay. from. I was, I was Googling that one, too, but hey, you just made it way too easy. But yeah, Do you think I mean, Grandma will ever return? Will Link ever... Will Grandma the, return? Uh, the concept of a grandma, or... I'm trying to... That grandma. Was she in Phantom... Um, was it Phantom? Why am I struggling with this? Phantom Tollbooth? That's not it. That's Phantom Tracks? Phantom, Phantom Hourglass? Phantom, Phantom Hourglass. Tollbooth. There we go. Phantom <laughs> Tollbooth. Well, I would play The Legend of Zelda the Phantom Tollbooth, to be clear. That would be amazing. <laughs> this is, I like the. This is very, like, uh, you know, Old West shootout kind of. I can, like, feel mm -hmm. myself, like, start to sweat because I can't get behind <laughs> those, like, dogs to cut off their armor fast enough. Right. Oh, man. Good whistles. Great whistles, mm -hmm. you guys. Good MIDI yeah. whistles. This oh, you know what? You know what actually would be cool for, a, a, like, a, a Switch re-release? is just orchestrate the full soundtrack. Oh, my God. Can you imagine? Yeah. It would be beautiful, I'm yeah. sure. 
and I cheap. Would change. <laughs> yeah. I kind of like how simple it is, though. Yeah. That's the thing, I like, prefer the simplicity so. over like the orchestrations of like Twilight Princess and like Breath of the Wild and even Skyward Sword. They all got like too busy. Mm. Give me a too man busy. whistling and I'm down for it. <laughs> Give, me some Give me a little robot man yeah. whistling. Beep, I mean, Breath of the Wild has a, a whistling button, so that's a man whistling, mm. I think. Hmm. Okay. Did you know that okay. the Rito Village is just a slowed, uh, slowed down version of Dragon Roost Island in Breath of the Wild? No, I don't think that. The Rito's I, the I little bird. That. Yeah, the yeah. Birdman Village is just Dragon Roost Island, but slowed down. They like That's they cool. like made it less cool, which I feel like, you know. All what of Breath of the Wild it? was meant to kind of like relax and calm you. Chill TF out, yeah. Mm-hmm. It's just yeah. a, well, it's, it's so they could make the the guardian music just so mm -hmm. when it hits you, it's like ah, yeah. <laughs> it, it is so it is so hideously powerful that it's literally I don't know if you've been on TikTok lately, Kyle. It's literally a TikTok meme to have that music come in when oh, something scary happens. Oh yes, really? Yeah, mm -hmm. where you get spotted. Yeah. yeah. Oh, that's good. Ugh. Ugh. the cultural impact. Uh, well, we're gonna go out, I think, unless we have any gas left in the tank here. On that oh, high good. note, the last track that mm. Kyle recommended, uh, and I will thank everybody for listening. Thank you too for joining for this fun little side uh, diversion piece of content. Um, do you guys do plugs? Do we say where you guys are on Twitter and stuff? Can I do that on this episode? Uh, Ben's yeah. not here. You guys do that, <laughs> Kyle. Where can people find you on the internet? Uh, Internet.com/slash <laughs> Twitter. Uh, Kyle you, what browser are you supposed to use to find that? Okay. You can find me on there. Follow me on TikTok. I'll start using that uh, that Guardian soundtrack. <laughs> I will uh, I will personally DM you every single day that you don't. Uh, Sarah, where do you want people to find you on the internet? Yeah, you can find me on Twitter and Twitch at SarahPods. I stream a lot, so you can watch that. It's not music related, but you know, sometimes we talk about Hatsune Miku. The way that we talk, that, that's yeah. the music. That is the mm -hmm. nature's music. Thank you so much for listening, listener. Uh, go to patreon.com slash minmax to find cool shows to support through the minmax podcast Patreon platform. Really good at this. Including the one I make, this one you've been listening to, Crossfade. I hope you tune in for another episode. We publish every two weeks. Uh, just find it on your favorite podcast platform. Uh, and at patreon.com slash minmax, you can suggest questions and songs and other cool stuff. Uh, get involved. We're always around. We're always having fun here. Um, I'm going to cut myself off early here. Thanks. Bye-bye, everybody.